You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, it's been a second coming back to do some podcasts today. On the topic today, we're going to do um, blood tests and why they don't work for um, properly, I guess you could say, for magnesium deficiency. So there is general blood panels. A lot of people basically go there, most people. Then you have, you know, where you test in the hemoglobin, and that's another type of test because it can detect, you know, a deeper level um, of the deficiency, but we're still staying within the blood. We're still in that same um, area, and it's not the area we need to be looking for the magnesium deficiency, especially since the magnesium deficiency, magnesium isn't stored in the blood. Of course, it does have a reflection in the blood. Um, there's a reflection of what's in the blood to what's in the body, but um, but it's not accurate. Even the hemoglobin test, which was a better test because, you know, the hemoglobin could store, you know, the magnesium too, and so... Um, there was there was a direct test there, but what we're realizing uh, now is that the soft tissue, which is about 40-45% of the magnesium in your body is stored in the soft tissue, and the soft tissue is what is deficient. So, and that's not even going into like, I guess you could say, well, I mean, more accessible soft tissue, I guess you could say, like the skin and, and things like that, but, you know, you that goes all the way as deep as the um, the matrix and the fascia and all sorts of other areas. Of course, magnesium is ubiquitous. So, but let's just start with something simple. Um, they did some studies. This is a good, this is probably the best thing I could say on this is that they found they were testing the, the tongue muscle. So they went into actual muscle, but like surface muscle, I guess you could say, where you can reach it pretty easily. And so they were taking cells from the tongue muscle um, well, I guess you could say the tongue itself, you know, whatever, like when you say tongue muscle, it's like, it's not some deeper level. It's just on the edge of the tongue, um, where they took the cells. And so they take these tongue cells and they're able to analyze them and find an equivalent in the tongue on what magnesium levels are in the heart. And so they're able to compare these two and show that uh, in the heart, there's a certain level of deficiency. If there is, it will be reflected perfectly in the tongue. So then they take the same test and they, you know, use blood panels from the hemoglobin on down to just a general serum blood panel. And they find that these deficiencies are not being um, reflected at all in the blood. You know, you can get to a pathological level that, that things get reflected in the blood when there's no magnesium and stuff like that. But we're not talking about pathology. We want to be optimal in our magnesium. So so just getting, you know, down to a level where you can kind of start to detect a great pathology because it's not in the blood. We don't want to be anywhere near that. And so the blood is not the right place. And so um, the, the this muscle testing that they did, this tongue tissue um, testing that they did was powerful because it showed that, once again, the soft tissue is where the body stores a lot of the magnesium. And so it's needed, and it's ubiquitous, it's needed everywhere, so it's stored in a certain way. And what is more ubiquitous in the body than 
the soft tissue or the skin or the, you know, this organ that, that's everywhere, right? That the, the liver's not everywhere, nor is the kidneys not everywhere, but the skin is everywhere. I mean, at least as far as, um, you know, it's available. If you had to store some things there, that'd be a good place for it because you could pull from there, you know, kind of like with vitamin D and everything else. I mean, it's also stored in the liver and stored in other places, of course, but so, um, so this test is a is a is a kind of like a game changer because you see how it's difficult it is. Now, are they going to start doing magnesium testings uh, for all of the soft tissue in your body? Like, you know, could it be checkerboard patchwork kind of tissue where it's not so easy to just take one shot and you get the exact measure? Um, would you have to test different regions of the body? Um, you know, or at least start taking, if, if at nothing else, at least start taking a test that tests the soft tissue. But the problem is, is these kind of more, um, what would you call it? Um, not avant-garde, but the, the more offline these tests are, meaning like you have this central core of serum blood tests that everybody's doing. And a lot of them are free and insurance and all stuff. As soon as you start moving into these more, um, abstruse or different types of testing that are less mainstream or um, then you start having not only problems with paying payment insurance but also with um, with just finding access and 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 making it practical so that's the biggest you know kind of difficulty that you bump into with getting actual knowledge on if you have magnesium deficiency so that's one thing. Second thing is you should just consider that we all have magnesium deficiency to a level that's far beyond what we would like it to be. Uh, and I mean for decades and centuries. So there's not something that like if you look at history, you'll start realizing that if you're waiting for a study to come out on every single thing that you're going to do with your body, you're going to be taken up by the wrong forces and you're going to be you're going to harm yourself. Because you're waiting for a study instead of using wisdom and observation and things like that that are, that are closer to you. You're waiting for something much further away from you to prove something. And so this is kind of like a backwards type of thinking, you know, and it also blocks your own intuition and your own guiding, you know, which guides you to the right articles, the right things, you know, your own research. And so, you know, try to believe in the individual and, and what and, and also not just believe in the, you know, the, the science was always a challenging paradigm. You always had to challenge it. That's what good science is, is there's always new things. It's never static. There's not like a even consensus should not even be a scientific word. You know, because things are always changing and our views on things are changing. You know, we thought the world was, you know, was 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 um flat or you know we didn't know it was round or we thought you know the world spun around you know the the, the sun spun around the, the the earth instead of the reverse like you know earth centric geocentric and so we've just had a lot of things i mean we thought you know germs were, were nothing at all at one point you know people wouldn't even wash their hands they were giving surgery and and, you know, there, there's so many different things. There's millions of things that, that the whole of medicine, the whole of humanity even has kind of in some way on a general sense thought was true and then found out, wait a minute, that was not accurate. So don't think that because we're all smart now, as we think we are, that that same thing can't happen. Like the whole system be wrong on X or, or Y, you know. 
So knowing you just have the deficiency, I would think it's almost silly to even try to find if you have a deficiency at this point. I think it's better just to go heal your deficiencies regardless. Like especially the ones that you can do like magnesium, vitamin D, K2. A lot of people know about these. Heal all three of them. You know, use emu oil and cod liver oil and, you know, of a high quality, high vitamin cod liver oil. You know, you might have to get on a special website to find it. You might have to find like unrefined emu oil. You might also have to find foie gras for the K2 or botarga, which is a, you know, fermented fish eggs for the, for the, to replace the, the cod liver oil or other types of, you know, the Romans used garum, which is like a fermented fish paste. And it wasn't, soy sauce or something like that which there was a version of it that was that for just the the, the average you know the poor and there was things like that that were um, more available but they had a medical version of garum too called garum amoricum and so these kind of fermented fish paste i mean this is like the fermented herring this is what they ate in europe and norway and you know these these things have powers that are hard to explain unless you've eaten them. I've had fermented herring many times. You order it from New York. It's called schmaltz herring, and you know, and you make it your you make the whole fish and you cut it and it's fermented and man, you you feel strong and energetic for a week or two after that. So especially if you've never had it, it's quite powerful. But so anyway, so learning about how to get these foods and, and not using, not waiting for studies, this is the most stupid thing to do because although there is some good studies out there and we need them and they do confirm things and it's always great to have a study that aligns with that, we also have to realize that what's in play, you know, peer reviewed, well, who are the peers and, and then who's financing all this? And, you know, there's just so many factors you know, a lot of conflicts of interest aren't even declared anymore. I mean, the laws have gotten so intricate that, you know, they say the more laws, the more lawlessness. So that's where we're at. Is like there's so many laws that no, the common sense is gone. So just feel your deficiencies and don't worry about if you have a blood test or you need to go get this test or whatever. Pull away from medicine to that degree and start just thinking on your own and acting in an independent way. And trying to find things which are probably going counter to what you're you're hearing about. Everything from, you know, I'm seeing people online that got cured. They cured their cancer. Like seriously, cases of full-blown cancer. Like going to a hospice. Like no diagnosis. I mean, like we're done. Have reversed their cancer through from dog dewormer. I mean, come on. And these are real stories. This isn't made up. You talk to the people. You can contact those people and talk to them. But will you do it? Probably not because it goes against what we're taught. And so learning that there's a lot of things out there that reverse the whole paradigm. And so um, just get your deficiencies covered. Don't worry about if they're on it or not. And especially if they're easy and there's a way to do it which is in line with history like transdermal magnesium. We have transdermal magnesium, blue glass bottles, you know, a lot of fake stuff on the American market using solvent extracted, chemically treated stuff that even uses the word Zechstein. But it's, there's no certificate of origin. They won't tell you where they're getting this stuff from. They, won't, they definitely won't do it in writing. And, um, and so, you know, you have to find the right stuff, a molecule that's not solvent extracted, that's in its natural state from Zechstein inside logo on the bottle. So if you can find that one, find that one and get it in glass. 
So anyway, um, heal your magnesium deficiency. It's a patchwork deficiency. The Greeks set this up in magnesia, the bath culture. They copied Lutraki, which was a big bath that was created with limestone and heat. And they copied that same mortar limestone and that same heat, and they would turn up the the heat and that would that porous stone would would bleed white whitish water into that bath and they the the mystery of the greek bath culture was not hygiene and soap it was magnesium deficiency they were able to overcome it so we need to use our mind not just our you know um and our and our observational capacity and wisdom of history we can't just use our stomach and hope we can eat our way out of this so anyway, heal your deficiencies. Take out those that trinity. You can look up the threefold remedy if you're into it. There's another podcast on that. Knock that one out at least. And then there's other little you know things that need to be taken in consideration too from iodine, which we have works on that too. So take care of your deficiency. Don't wait for the blood test. And if you find the right blood test, you'll start getting the results. But these are hard to find. They're more fine-tuned and in certain little subsections so we don't see it in the middle of the mainstream so anyway uh, that's all we got come check us out at theheartoftradition.com for the ideas foods books podcasts and products thanks